Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady with my co-host, JC. I want to thank you so much for having me back, Wendy. I am so excited to talk about, continue talking about this topic of work-life balance and using it as a tool to not just attract employees, but retain them, make them love working for your company, make them refer other people to your company, and make your anxiety level go down as a manager. <laughs> um, although in the beginning, it might be a little bit difficult, but that's what we're here to help you with, give you some advice. So, you know, what, what benefits can we primarily get creative with to improve people's work-life balance? Of course, it's, uh, you know, healthcare, all of that stuff, free insurance for everybody. We know that's not going to actually um, uh, help the bottom line, but it still may help attraction and retention. What about child care benefits? I was going to say puppy care, but yes, child care was an <laughs> absolute good one as well. You know, uh, if you are the parent of a child that requires full-time care, um, when the pandemic struck, you know, like we do, everything shut down and the majority of things never fully recovered. And a lot of child care centers out there never reopened. And those that did typically couldn't do so at full capacity because of the lack of employees or the rules in the different areas and states. And then your capacity to work even part time hours as a parent may have been significantly reduced during that time. So a lot of businesses have been taking note of that and taking note of workers' difficulties, and they're providing a lot of different solutions to help working parents handle caregiving responsibilities. We were talking about earlier in, in the session about um, women in the workforce, and that unfortunately, it is still um, seen as in much of the responsibility of taking care of not just children, but other family members has fallen on uh, women a great deal more than on men. And therefore, women are having to pull themselves out of the workplace, either full time or part time. So this is one of the reasons you want to get creative with child care benefits. Now, no way am I saying right here, hey, everybody, you need to go open a child care center or a daycare center and pay for it because uh, if that's not the core of your business, it's highly regulated. It's highly expensive. And I know this because I work with a lot of daycares um, and a coalition that helps daycares. And so it is not something that you can just build overnight. And of course, there's a lot of risk to it. But what you can do is do things like how we talked about the flexible work schedule, maybe start changing some roles that are that were full-time before to part-time so that working mothers or working fathers or working parents can say, okay, I can still take care of my child and then work part-time. Or maybe I'm working only three or four days a week and I'm um, I'm putting my child in daycare or in, you know, a community care in the, the rest of that time period. There's a lot of really big companies out there, Wendy, that have childcare on site that have gone above and beyond in establishing things. Um, if we take Bank of America, for example, uh, they uh, the bank uh, reimburses eligible employees up to $275 each month 
to offset child care expenses. And the company also provides 50 days of backup child care. Now, not every organization is going to be in that position. Not every small business may even be in that position. And to that, I do believe that there might be some, aren't there some child care tax credit things out there that are available for certain situations too? There absolutely is. And I will be honest with you. I knew there was something out there, but I didn't know what it was. So getting ready for this podcast, I actually learned a lot too. Um, It's not just about making employees happy. That would be ideal. But if you are providing some kind of employer provided child care facility or service, you get a perk from the IRS. When you directly pay for your employees child care expenses, the IRS lets you claim 10 to 25% of the cost up to $150,000 each year. Oh my. That is huge. Oh my. Especially for small businesses. I'm sure it's huge for big businesses too. But just, you know, Google IRS child care credit. And if you are the employer or a employee, so the employees also can claim child tax credit if they had to pay directly. So you have different options. You could either as an employer just say, I'm just going to educate my employees about these credits that are out there. I'm going to do the research and show them uh, what child care centers are close to our office so that they can go and put their children there and still see them on breaks or lunch breaks or close to their home. Or if you really want to go above and beyond, you could pay for the child care expenses directly. It was a get with your accountant, obviously. And then you, the employer, can claim the credit directly from the IRS. This piece here is coming directly from IRS.gov under their FAQs for child care credits, other credits. The question posed is, why does my Form W-2 report a benefit of $5,000 in Box 10 when my employer set aside $5,000 in wages for dependent care expenses under a dependent care assistance program. And they state here that the answer is when you choose to participate in a dependent care assistance program through your employer, your employer has to report that value in box 10 of your form W-2. This type of plan is a voluntary agreement to reduce your salary in return for an employer provided fringe benefit. You're receiving a tax benefit because under the plan, You're not paying taxes on the money set aside to pay for the dependent care expenses. Right. So $5,000 your employer is paying for you or you're you're doing it maybe through payroll deduction. Um, It's kind of like those health care expenses that you get to pay with it pre-tax. So, you know, even if you're only paying 10% tax, which I'm sure everybody's paying a lot more than that, that's 500 bucks a year that you save by doing it through your employer. So find out if, um, for the listeners today, find out if your employer has something like that. You may need to educate your employer and the accounting and payroll department to say, hey, there's something on the IRS and it's not a heck of a lot of um, work to do. And you may need to get a health insurance or maybe a, a legal person involved to help you set that up correctly. But Heck, just by saying, put this money over here, your employees will be happy and stay. Woohoo! That's a win-win <laughs> just for some paperwork. Hey, absolutely. And uh, if you go to the extreme end of everything, there's a, Florida bra- a Florida-based grocery store who stands out from the crop. And not everyone loves them, but they do have something interesting going on. This grocery store conglomerate demonstrates its dedication to assisting working families by offering on-site child care at its corporate offices where parents can stop by for lunch with their kids 
at any time of the day. That's Publix. What is Publix, Wendy? <laughs> well, you know, I'm a I'm a Floridian, and I'm pretty sure this is where Publix uh, originated from. And uh, um, they do make shopping a pleasure. And uh, I know people personally that work there and do like their jobs. So, you know, give it up for Publix. But don't worry about the big guys, right? You can do this, too. The average monthly cost for infant care is $800 at a home-based daycare and 12,300 at a child care center. So, you know, there are mobile, uh, um, they're kind of like mobile platforms for home daycare owners that you can, you know, hook up with to just say, hey, I as the employer, I'm not doing anything so much, but I'm gonna connect you with my employees and I'm gonna connect my employees with you so that we can help them out and offer these benefits, even if it is through payroll deduction, even if it's just information. Um, not everybody's gonna need daycare. The few that will may need that. And then remember, it's not just about daycare for infants because you may have children who need child care, you know, for the rest of their life due to a disability or an illness. So keep that in mind for sure. All right. We'll be back in a minute. We're going to talk about um, authenticity at your company and making sure that you are telling the truth to your employees. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.